Scrotum mode. There we go. There I was going to say it, so I'm glad oh, you did. I'm I was getting ready to jump on that scrotum. As, well, we, we, we know, okay. Bouncy castle. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, ready? And... Welcome to A Star to Steer Her By. This is episode 12. Woo! Today we are covering the return of Archons and Space Seed. As always, I am Ames, and today I'm joined by... Chris, Jake, and Caitlin. I don't know why I say today I'm joined by. I see you guys every time, but anyway. Also to be to, to quibble like a dick, it's the return of the Archons. Wow, I wrote it down in my notes wrong. Fair enough. The return of the Archons, which... Strap in, because I don't know how I'm going to uh, synopsize that, this one. Let's start off with the Enterprise is going to planet Beta 3. They are looking for the Archon, which is a ship that was lost, yay, many years ago. But find the planet inhabited by a group of people who all seem to be kind of in this weird, blissful state, free of, of free will, seemingly. Until 6 o'clock when they, when they start the festival and start attacking each other. It's at this point that Kirk and crew hide out in someone's house and learn of the enigmatic Landru, which is their leader of sorts slash god. And they have to find a way to escape before they are assimilated into this weird cultish thing. Landru all along has been a computer and Kirk... It gets it to kill itself. Classic. That's as well as I can I can explain that one. In Space Seed, a classic, we get to meet our good friend Khan, who was aboard the Botany Bay, which the uh, Enterprise comes across in space. They learn that it is a old ship from the 1990s, the time of the eugenics wars, and that Khan and his crew are a group of genetically engineered. Not genetically engineered, are they? They're kind of... I'll say genetically engineered. Genetically engineered super crew, super people, who used to to rule parts of the world. And Khan tries to take over so that his people can rule again! Until Kirk puts a stop to that. That's enough of that. Wow. These are, these are mouthfuls of episodes, I think. You also got a mouthful. <laughs> MacGyvers. I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> so, the return of the Archons, right? <laughs> ahead of ourselves. Ah! <laughs> no. Uh, good thing she's she's not anti-GMO. <laughs> <laughs> good night, everybody. That's the episode. Yep, that was it. Uh, so, return of the Archons, right? Mm-hmm. Right away, right off the bat, I got a quibble. I got a quibble. Go on. When it opens, right? So it opens with with Sulu and some fuckwit having been sent O'Neil. down to the planet. O'Neill, thank you. Sulu and fuckwit uh, are sent down <laughs> are sent down to the planet to be like an initial scout team in and- awesome costumes. So that's my quibble. <gasps> O'Neill and Sulu are in what looks to be late 18th, early 19th century, like Regency era Western European clothing. When yeah, Kirk the, tri, the tri-corner hat. Yeah, complete with hats. Yeah, Sulu had that ruffly bit. Yeah, it neck. looked great on him. Don't get me wrong. But then by the time Kirk goes down with his team, his team and all the rest of the citizenry are in what looks to be more like late 19th century American. Like they look like they're in the Old West, complete with sort of 
ribbon bow ties and shit. Mm. So, it, like, are we supposed to assume that somehow they fucked up on their survey and maybe that's how Sulu and O'Neill got noticed? I, I think or was there just some kind of massive fucking screw-up from the costume department? I mean, how do they know what to wear when they go down to the planet? They look the, in the little binoculars, oh, it looks like they're wearing black ruffly bits and boots. So, Sulu, get in your, go in your closet, find something nice, and, and beam down there. Well, maybe, maybe the last, maybe the last ship that was at that planet, that's what they were wearing. Maybe so that's what they reported. So then, when Sulu hit went down, Sulu and O'Neill, they only had the the previous report to go on, but it was uh, you know it was outdated. Yeah. What is this previous report? It's a who, who? theoretical. Okay. Hypothetical. Oh, hypoth- Jesus, we're starting with the tinfoil hats a little early tonight, Jake. Uh, but yeah, no, if, if if they're searching for the Archon. Mm-hmm. Then, in theory, no one's been there yeah, since the Archon Yeah, then they would have found crash. it already. Yeah, but what if there was somebody there before the Archon? Mm-hmm. Do you ever think of that, Smarty Pants? Still, I, I'm I'm willing to just write it off as massive fuck up from costuming somehow. Hmm. Well, you got to figure that in the Desilu costume department, they only have so many racks of old timey clothes, so they probably weren't being too picky. So they're wearing they're wearing these clothes to go down there and fit it in society. Yeah, I feel like, and I forget which one I'm thinking of. I feel like there's an episode that we've seen there where they probably should have done that or could have done that at least, but I don't remember if I'm making this up. They tried to do it in Miri, but Spock didn't look very good with the whirly gig hat. Propeller. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh God! Now I want someone to Photoshop a whirly gig. They're hat all children, Jim. We need to dress the part. Whirly gig hats and osh gosh bagosh overalls for all. And granimals. Don't forget the granimals. Sure. <laughs> uh, sartorial quibbles aside, though, you know, I was very excited when I realized we were getting into this one because I was pretty sure I knew what episode it was, and, I, and I, I was right. It was festival and our first instance of what are, I think are several of Kirk talking a computer to death, which I feel like is sort of... It didn't happen a shitload, but it happened enough that it became sort of a... A trope in parodies. Yeah, he's he's already done it a little bit with like Ruck, and I miss Ruck oh, so much. Yeah, to an extent, there was a little bit of that there. Yeah, because he kind of convinced Ruck to attack. I yeah. don't even remember characters' names anymore. Ruck was friend. Ruck That's was true. friend. But yeah, no, this, this was this was your our first full blown. You know, just Kirk ca- talks a computer into its own self destruction. Yeah. So Landru has been a computer for presumably six what six hundred years, six thousand years. Yeah, I guess the implication is that Landru was a real guy yep. mm-hmm. who built this computer that will control society. What's unclear is if Landru had managed... So, it sounds like they had gotten hyper-advanced technologically, but were tearing the ba- themselves the apart. Yeah, the, the locals. And because the guy talked about Landru bringing them back to a simpler time, which is why they're all, like, low-tech and shit. What's a little unclear is if this sort of devolution was... All the work of Landru's computer, or if maybe Meat Space Landru had started it and then the computer continued his legacy. Yeah. Well, Either way, there had been a real Landru at some point who created, you know, Compu Landru. Yeah. So my question is: Is the computer sentient? Is the computer basically Landru? Basically, like, what was the name of the character in, in What a Little Girl's Made of? The doctor that Chapel was into. Oh, oh. doctor. Doctor that guy. Doctor that guy. Was it Corbin? Cor- yeah, Corbin. Sounds Corby. Like. Doctor Corby. Corby. 
Yeah. Well, he's so basically, he basically uploaded himself into a robot. Is this like Landrew uploaded himself into a computer? They, mm. I think they talked about talked about more like Landrew patterned this thing after himself, but it wasn't necessarily a full-blown Okay. Upload. So it's a program. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it was sent it's, to it's, me. It's his sim. Yeah, it's a very advanced program, but I don't think he's full on, like, like you said, it's not a full-blown brain upload like Corby would have been. Okay. But let's let's go back to, you know, so the start of the episode, after... After, after Sulu goes crazy. Right, so Sulu goes crazy. Sulu goes crazy a fucking lot so far. He does. I think out of all the characters, he, he's got the most going crazy out of, like, per episode we've seen, that we've seen him in. So Kirk and crew beam down now to ostensibly a figure out why Sulu went crazy mm-hmm. and b to find O'Neill who's vanished. Yes, because O'Neill ran like a little fucking coward. I don't while Sulu know. Sulu stood his ground. Running looked like the better idea to me. Perhaps. I mean, he was still caught though. Yeah. It's true. So. So then, so we're on this little we're on this little planet, and there's they're meeting all these creepy people that are way too. Fucking Stepford Wives style. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. And then the clock strikes six. It's yep. the red hour. And it's the red hour. The and red twelve hours, actually. Really? Get, get, like fucking come on. Was that every day or like just well, once that's a what, week? Well, I don't know is what it was at all. So, so basically, what happens is the clock chimes and all hell breaks loose. All of these crazy Stepford people just go fucking nuts. Festival! They have their festival. They flip out. Women are ripping their clothes off. That one guy. out with people. One guy jumps into a store window. <laughs> he throws himself through a window. Like, he was mad that no one was trying to kick the shit out of him, so he kicked his own ass a la Jim Carrey and Liar Liar. That window was still too intact, guys. Mm. Every how often is festival festival? Do we, do we learn? That's what's not clear. I feel like, like it's every year, but I feel like that may have been. What, something what is that was festival? Cut. Is it like the Hunger Games? Is it like <laughs> like oh, we have to remind ourselves of how shitty it was before well, Landrew? They don't say it explicitly, but one of us, I think, is one of you two. I Caitlin, think, I think, saying it's a way for them to sort of let off pent up sort of Steam. tension that even though they're being controlled, something must still be building up, and that they don't let it out every so often. Oh, I know. I have an idea. I know what it is. It's not even that. Here's my theory. So Landrew runs on Windows 95, and every now and again he has to reboot. So <laughs> get a defrag. Yeah, That's exactly. That's defragging the drive. Oh, Everybody loses their fucking I'm shit. That's cute. That's cute. You know what's freaking convenient? <clears throat> that whatever this planet planet is, uh, Beta Three has a 24 hour day. That mm, is true. Because they have the big, you know, 12 12 uh, numbers on the clock face. Yep. Yeah. Beta 3, copycats, taking mm. our hours. Douchebags. And our numbers. Because now mm. those were Roman numerals on the clock. Actually, I think they were Arabic numerals, I think. I think That's I think the word I wanted. Yes. Yeah. Arabic numerals. Thank you, Jake. I tried. But yeah, no. They, they... Actually, I think you'll find that the clocks were written on in Arabic numerals. <laughs> Damn it, I was going to say that. Uh, too quick. Got to be quick to keep up with um, Jake. But yeah, not like the way the old guys, well, not even just the old guys, the guys in the street, like, oh, you've come for festival. 
It's not daily, clearly, because they think people would travel there for it. Yeah, and it would take way too long to clean up that city every fucking day. Yeah, no, that would be a nightmare. Of, of it would logistics. be a ter- It would be a nightmare town if if twelve hours you were normal and twelve hours you were crazy. Women will be pregnant all the time. Babies would get thrown in the streets <laughs> and thrown through storm windows. <laughs> storm Jesus. thrown through a storm window. There so, actually weren't any children. We didn't just see any children that, yeah. on this no, planet. That's true. That's true. Child stunt stunt people are expensive. Mm. <laughs> and it's never explained, Festival. It's no, never it's kind of... It, yeah. it never comes well, up, except that some people don't like it, but everyone has to pretend to. Yeah, it seems to be an excuse to, like, really drive home. Because clearly Kirk and company are already like, yeah, this planet's fucked up. But this really drives home how fucked up it is so they can get really righteously indignant. Mm. Well, when they... During the festival, they seek refuge in this hotel basically yeah, yeah. it's what regger's house yeah. yeah and there's these three old dudes that they meet there who two of whom we find out are part of the resistance to landru yeah. they're doing a lousy job being resistant more like yeah. the resistance yeah. if you can just tell you guys aren't playing in festival you must not be doing it right well, but that well, other guy there was the third guy yeah. there mm. That it was sounded, with them. It that, sounded like it was like a you, younger thing or something. Yeah, yeah it sounds like when you're older, if you don't want to, you don't have to. But who wouldn't want to just beat the shit out of people? A- an and, asshole. And, and that old dude stuff. was an asshole. He was kind of an asshole. He did he did turn in everyone, Yeah, basically. This is true. Hmm. But here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing that I thought. So if everyone's who has been absorbed into the body or, you know, is a follower of Landru is supposed to be, you know, basically brainwashed and, like, hive mind and happy all the time. Rager's daughter or whoever the hell the chick was that runs in later is like, oh, no, festival was so bad this time. I I did so much beating people up and I'm upset about it now. Why is she upset if this is how her life is supposed to be? Here's what I think happened. I think they started writing an episode got halfway through writing the episode, forgot what they were going to write about, and decided they were going to write a different episode. <laughs> it seems legit. It does feel a little bit like that. Like sort it, of, it, yeah. it, seriously, from the point until right after the end of Festival, everything before that is one episode, and then everything after that is a different episode. Actually, really, not even that. If you just excise Festival completely, mm. it does all still work. You know, because you get to the planet, everyone's kind of weird and happy. Yeah. And, like, it's like they just needed an excuse for that one old dick to call the fucking Jedi cops. Yeah. Like, they didn't do festival. I mean, there probably could have been better ways to do it, you know? Like, maybe they just don't know the right fucking salute or something. (laughs) True. You know, it was just like they they just didn't have a better idea. And maybe it was like, hey, guys, want to write a scene where we just fuck up a town? (laughs) And there were some awesome fires. There were. Yeah, there was a lot of great close-ups of people yelling festival. Yeah. Yeah. The guy guy that threw himself through a window. (laughs) He did a really good... You know what the pre-festival people remind me of? What's that that game that Jim Sterling did a voice in? Oh, We Happy Few. Yeah, it reminds me of that. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that there. What's We Happy Few? It's a... You'll probably have to fill in the gaps, Chris, but it's basically a town... It's like a... The world... Where everyone is happy all the time because they have these like mind, these like mood controlling drugs, so no one's ever unhappy or angry. And the idea is that you go through the game trying to not have to use the drug, but when you like 
start to get less happy, the townspeople notice and they'll go crazy and kill you. Yeah. So you kind of spend the game trying to have just enough of the drug that you... Well, I think the, the point is actually you don't take it at all and you're trying to... Like, fake your way through it. Yeah. It, and it's set in sort of a an alt-reality 60s Britain. Weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's by some, like, former Bioshock devs. It's an early access right now, the early access version. Hasn't gotten the best reviews, but supposedly a better well, the, story mode is implemented. Because it's like a randomly generated thing, like, every time, isn't it? Is Something that the like problem? that. It's a survival Part thing. of it, yeah. But yeah, you're right. It is a lot like that, where it's like... That's, that's all you really would have needed, is maybe they, just, they, they didn't smile enough. And I mean, like, McCoy, when, when yeah. McCoy and, uh, is ab- absorbed by the body and becomes a weird brainwashed yeah. slug man, uh, he figures it out. He, he, like, looks at Kirk and Spock and says... You guys aren't of the body, and then he attacks them. Yeah, like right away he gets his something name right. What was all that? It was all that strange whispering they were doing. Yeah. Still, I thought it was odd if, if you know, McCoy when McCoy was one of the Badens, basically, and realizes someone is doing it wrong, he just goes and starts strangling Kirk, and that's yeah. not peaceful and nice. Not at all. Maybe it was the right hour. Maybe festival lasts a couple of days at six. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Uh, so what's interesting is this episode was uh, originally one of the candidates to be to be the pilot. Jesus, how many episodes did they have written super early? I mean, it's been edited probably ad nauseum since then. True. But I think they I think they didn't go with this one as the pilot because it says a lot of weird shit about religion. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I imagine this. I didn't think about that. Probably probably ruffled a lot of feathers back then. If it was Maybe. made now, the. Uh, Sections of the internet would be very cross at it. I'm sure they got some letters. Mm. Yeah, because at the end of the day, the Landru people, despite the fact that they are being mind-controlled, like, legitimately, yeah. they're, they are not in control of yeah, their Yeah, they're turned faculties. on and off. Mm-hmm. They're, like, controlled at one point so that they, like, pick up rocks to go and attack Kirk. Yeah, which yeah. is actually pretty scary. That was a scary scene. Mm. When they're all just, like, Ugh, they all just zombify and start... Walking towards Yeah, no, credit to all the extras in this one. Yeah. Well, not all of them. Some of them were There were some pretty bad reads. Oh, I, I mean the physical acting, not the acting acting. Oh. <laughs> but, like, all the physical acting was spot on. Mm. Yeah, mm. no, it was. I think they, I think the townspeople definitely did a, did a good job. The set dressers... Yeah. Because the cell was clearly just the resistance headquarters from a different angle with a few extra columns slapped in. As Ames pointed out, he meant the same weird green lighting on one chunk of wall. <laughs> yeah, they, prob- they probably, you know, they're probably all, like, movable flats. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and they probably just rearranged them to make different things. Yeah. It was actually the, uh, the, the Enterprise rec room. Yes. Yet again, somehow. <laughs> I did like that the... That Landrew's um, cops there had their wrapping paper tubes of, <laughs> of death. Oh, they what, did, never... what did you call it, Caitlin? Oh, what did I call I it? I wrote it down if you want to read the first line of that card. Oh, they're orgasm sticks. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. Sulu, when he's hit by one, is just like... He looked yeah. really happy. I was like, wow. That's actually... I forgot. They that was the full body <laughs> orgasm. They didn't explain those exactly either. Or, Spock... or why they don't use them enough, it seems. Yeah, but the, like Spock looked at it was like... Just a hollow tube, no mechanism. So, presumably, it was somehow channeling Landrew's power, but it's never kind of like how festivals never fully explained how the stas work it's is Bluetooth. never fully. It's Bluetooth. Don't worry about there it. Was like, it. There was like there was like sparkler stuff coming. Yeah, out. yeah. Roman candles. Yeah. Don't point that at people. 
that's how they killed that old guy. Yeah, yeah. They gave him a heart attack. He was like, oh, God, no, Roman fireworks. I hate fireworks. I just like the ones that turn into a snake. My father lost a thumb to a firecracker. Oh, we do get our first reference to the Prime Directive in this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two, di- two different Prime Directives, and, actually. And, and we break it immediately. So quickly. Out of out of weird semantics. Wonderful loophole. So they decide that the Prime Directive, of course, is to not interfere with other cultures as they're forming. Well, with, yeah, with primitive Developing With, with yeah, developing cultures. cultures. And they decide this one isn't developing because they're stagnated because they're under control. Well, they clearly had really fancy light panels at one point. Yeah. And yeah, so really... The thing is, the resistance is still a growing culture. Everyone else is stuck being... All being, two of them. Well... There's three. Yeah, one one of them is killed. dead. Yeah, yeah they, they work And the in, other two are not doing it well. They work in threes. So in theory, there's other cells scattered around... Maybe. The oh, yeah, they world? Did that. I mean, that's the other... We don't know how much of this world is populated. I, Certainly there's a valley. Because mm-hmm. everyone in the town thinks Kirk and company are from the valley. I feel like Rager's daughter has got to be in on it somehow. Because she seems not entirely into being brainwashed. I know, she sure busted open her blouse pretty fast when the red hour hit. <laughs> well, that's because you feel like you have to, I think. Yeah. It... Or, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, the guy, so there was, you know, there was the normal crew. There was Kirk, yep. Spock, yep. McCoy, yep. Oh, Leslie. That blonde yep. asshole. And then that, and then... Blonde sociologist the blonde fuck face. He was, he was pretty fucking... Uh, I hated him. He was chippy. He, he just wanted to get it done with. What was his name? Hold on, I wrote it I down. I don't remember. Lindstrom. Lindstrom. Lindstrom? Lindstrom, who was just like... For, I, I've... I'll admit, I have not met many sociologists in my time, but I never thought of them as a profession that was inhabited mostly by people who just really want to, like, immediately resort to violence when they don't understand something. But boy, that's Captain. That's usually Spock's go-to right Yeah, really. Oh, man, Spock kicked some ass in this episode. He kicked a lot of ass. Yeah, like... I was like, oh, he's going to neck pinch this guy. Nope, he's going to punch him in the face. And Kirk even calls him on it, a little old-fashioned. Spock's just like, fuck you, Jim. Do you see the predicament we're in? It's fucking festival, asshole. Live long and kiss my ass. Mm. (laughs) Uh, There was Creepy McCoy. Oh, I did love Creepy McCoy. After he got brainwashed by Landry. Yeah, I mean, it was was great that he was just in the background of several shots, just looking. Creepily looking at them. The best one was where they kind of lean around a corner to look at him, and he's just sitting there like... "Eh." Smiling away with O'Neal. Really, I think... uh, there's one there's one thing I've learned from this. I mean, McCoy's always been my favorite character, but watching this now, you really appreciate that he's actually really I think his, his actual acting skills are un, under under uh, underappreciated. Mm. Cuz he he sold some great lines. He sells the just being a weird little brainwashed weirdo. Mm-hmm. It's it's he's been really good. Yeah, no, I agree. He's fantastic. He tends to sell um when he's on the bridge when shit gets all shuddery, he sells it pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I actually I, I his fall was pretty good too when they were all getting hypersonic knocked out cuz of course Shatner was like hamming it up like ah ah you know and the re- the listeners can't see. Yes, I'm just gesturing and Nimoy you know falls backwards on a table but but McCoy like just did a sort of a convincing like I'm going down it's slowly a, a and nice painfully crumple, a crumple. yeah and he actually even slightly lands on the other fella bumps his mm. head on him so yeah well done DeForest Kelly mm. you were a highlight in an episode that was really kind of weird the more we think about it yeah it's a very weird episode 
I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's one of those ones, it's so fun and ridiculous, you mm. can overlook the flaws more easily than some of the epi- other episodes that have weird logical yeah. inconsistencies and plot holes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I didn't love it. I have a soft spot for episodes where Kirk talks a computer into killing itself. <laughs> it's just classic. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that is what Star Trek is, is... Because it's not just that he talks the computer into killing itself. He talks the computer into lighting itself on fire. While the computer is... What was he yelling? Like, like help me? Yeah, by yeah. the end. Yeah. Help me. It was me. so scary. Yeah, no, really, it, it got quite dark. He just says, help, help, help. Oh, yeah. poor computer. Poor computer. <laughs> yeah, I, I kept picking up on Futurama references. Oh, yeah. Yeah. During this episode. Obviously... The reveal of Landru of the computer was very similar to the to the femputer. Yeah, and um, also the femputer is actually a fembot. Yes, voice kind of it's kind of backwards. It's true. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. You, I think you mentioned that earlier today, and I I didn't want to question you then, but I think I mentioned it when we were watching the episode. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I also thought, and I know this may or may not have been a deliberate reference, but the 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 costume and voices of the of Landru's the stick men mm-hmm. very similar to the robot elders on, oh uh, shit on the you know that probably yeah i feel like i feel like that's a a look that probably comes up a lot though yeah but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, they it's also had a very like, tinny computer voice even mm-hmm. though they were men i kind of want to go back and see did they have weird staffs because that would really clinch it if yeah. they did yeah. i don't know and i don't the know sparklers come did. out of them <laughs> Uh, well, sparklers come out of all robots if they don't have enough booze. Hey, hey. So speaking of, of the orgasm sticks, <laughs> which they use on they use on Sulu. They mm-hmm. use the stick to make Sulu part of the body, I Apparently guess. Apparently absorbed without yeah. needing to go through that whole rigmarole. Yeah, and then, yeah, they don't use it on Kirk or Spock. They have to go into that weird BDSM room where they strap them to a wall and, and like, <clears throat> shoot something at them to make mm. their to make them like absorbed by the body or whatever it is and that's fucking weird and a little bit overkill i thought well i mean it was obviously necessary because that's how they got them alone with what's the it? other part of the ship uncle fester yeah. slash varus yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's what we were saying earlier though it's like that resistance like that was clearly just more about being in the cool club like we're in the resistance but they clearly didn't do shit and oh, yeah. the minute a real challenge appeared, they were like, "Fuck it, never mind. I'm sorry." Yeah, what the fuck happened then? Oh. I was very like, I, I swear, I looked down to take a note when something was happening, and then look up, and all of a sudden, they've given up. Yeah, that's basically what. Yeah, yeah. Well, Fucking because resistance. because Kirk was like, "All right, well, let's go fuck up Andrew," and they were like, "No, we're not gonna do that." Never mind. I like my job security. Arr, I'm so comfortable. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Can't uh, be that comfortable when every year you have to like. We window your houses. Your windows to nowhere, <laughs> as Jake pointed out. Oh yeah, that was the other thing. When they were first in the hotel, they when any wide wide shot of the hotel room, you could tell that there was nothing outside the window. Nothing at all. It was just black, like black curtain or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It also went from like high noon to you know midnight, midnight in yeah. two seconds. Yeah, they walk into the hotel. It's bright daylight out. Yeah. They go up to the room ostensibly five minutes later, if that, and it's pitch black. Yeah, I mean, I'll admit, you know. You've lived through New England winters. Yeah, but I mean, at the very least, at the most, it would be in the gloaming at that stage, not Mm. full-on darkness. The gloaming. Yeah, I've read poems. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> my favorite comments from any of us was uh, Caitlin with you. Mr. Spock, you look like a Dracula. <laughs> with his cloak and hood that was that was wonderful Ames you made some kind of pun that I don't remember I, oh, I wrote a note about it but oh, I don't remember what well. the pun was well if you don't remember it then I'm, I don't have oh, to repeat it oh paradise paradise and you were like I don't need two or something uh, that was I just need one yeah, pair of dice yeah. everybody two uh, dice mm, I mean at the time I laughed at it pretty hard I still think the it's retelling funny. wasn't great no I no. fucked up the punchline <laughs> uh, as, as I do. Probably better that way. Now you can cut it out of the episode. Nope. No, everyone will know your shame, Ames. So, so oh God, Jake, what was it you compared Landry's appearance to? Like a, an 80s... Oh, like an 80s like German electro-pop. Yeah. Type. No, that nails it. Yeah. Like, he just like this very stoic face and his costume was... His flock of seagulls fucking haircut. Yeah, this guy... Great design. Also, so weird. that man had no neck. Yeah, yeah, because of the, like, he clearly yeah, they must have had him in a really big ass, like, like... some kind of weird black collar situation. Yeah, like that, like, went all the way up to his jawline. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. It, it was, was very cool, strange. Yeah. I loved when Spock was like, it's not real, Captain, it's a projection. He had told him, like, three fucking times. <laughs> like, Kirk just kept trying to poke it. Like, <laughs> that would have been amazing. That, that That's what they would do in, like, the reboot version. Like, I feel like Chris Pine's Kirk would try, like... Oh, almost it's like, a, nah. it's like an old man yelling at the computerized voice on the phone. <laughs> Just give me an operator! <laughs> I talked to a real person. I've hit zero so many times. I want my goddamn pizza. What do you mean your clothes, you fucking <laughs> scumbags? <laughs> wow. <laughs> know we were gonna have a very special night tonight the four of us we were gonna have an orgy no it, uh, it was gonna be a flavor orgy of flavor yeah exactly we had ordered a pizza two pizzas two pizzas two breadsticks and two breadsticks oh, for four people so many pizzas so many breadsticks. listen we're not the smallest group okay so sue us <laughs> anyway oh, huge huge we're he, we're huge over here I, Ames is fairly true I I had I had a huge appetite um <laughs> We're all calling each other fat. It's great. Um, anywho, so we ordered these pizzas. Well, I never. And these breadsticks, and then we watched an episode of Star Trek. They told us it would be forty-five minutes for the pizzas. Forty-five minutes went by. An hour went by. We stood by the windows of the house and watched every vehicle as it drove past. Some slowed down. Which is why we have no idea what this episode is about. Some <laughs> tried to park. But we didn't... They never stopped. There was no pizza. So what did we do? Someone tried to parallel park and couldn't... Someone tried left. to parallel park. We're like, why are they parallel parking? Who parallel parks to deliver a pizza? And you don't do that? You don't park? And then the guy's like, I live here, but I can't park so fucking up. Yeah, then they drove off. Oh, They're it halfway was... to Mexico now. So... The moral of the story, folks. No, not the moral of the story. <laughs> yeah, we haven't gotten to the punchline. We haven't gotten to the, the end of the story. Oh, the end of the story is we called the pizza place. Now, we had placed this order on the internet. An hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, An hour and 15 minutes Because early. I refused to talk to people on the phone. Got a, got a confirmation email. Got a mm-hmm. confirmation email. Confirmation email said, your pizza will be there in 45 minutes. So we called the pizza place. Those fucking scumbags. <laughs> 
Those fucking dirt bags! We call them up, and their voicemail picks up to tell us that they're closed. The pizza place that we had ordered the pizza from was closed. All day. All day! For technical issues. For technical technical issues. Due to technical issues. The nuclear vessels. It was the... uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to speak plainly to you now. This is as plain as Jake gets. Oh my god. If you're burned by a pizza place, you do not eat at that pizza place again. We're going to order from them. I will not order from that pizza place. (laughs) No, Ames will do it. (laughs) Then I will only, I will eat the pizza, but I will eat that pizza begrudgingly. You'll frown the (laughs) whole time. It will be under duress. It will be under duress. It is delicious pizza, though. Oh my god. I'm so glad that this story. So we ended up having five guys. Which was delicious. Thank you, Five Guys. Thank you, Five Guys. Please for saving sponsor us. us. Yeah, sponsor us, Five Guys. Yes. Oh, I've laughed so hard. The space behind one of my ears hurts. Oh, that's, a, that's, <laughs> that's interesting. That's weird. <laughs> All right, now back to our regularly scheduled program. All right, I'm done talking about Archon. Oh, my God. I mean, honestly, that's basically what happens. It's a weird little episode, but I personally, I, I'm, I was excited when I thought it was this episode, and when I found out it was, I was super excited. So, I mean, I'm biased as fuck. Well, and even that scene was great. Like, the, the talking, the computer death scene was oh, like... I, I'm not going to lie and say that, like, oh, yeah, it made the rest of the episode worth it to me, because I just didn't love the, the episode. But at least we got to see all that fire come out of that computer. Yeah. What was what was the justification? Because that's the one thing I was... It was like, uh, you're basically, to, Kirk you're was to like... for the good of the body. But by but having you're stagnate. Evil, yeah, by... You st- have to destroy evil. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Why did they send a confirmation if <laughs> they were closed? Because that's what happens when you let computers burn That's exactly right. That's that, exactly right. We got burned by Landrew. We got bar- burned by Landrew. Landrew's Pizza. Everybody listening at home, never order from Landrew's Pizza because... I hope there isn't actually a Landrew's Pizza Try Ledward's instead. No. Mm. Yeah, I'll look it up later. All right. Oh, Jesus oh. Christ. God, can we move on to a good episode now, please? You mean like Space Seed? Yes. No, exactly space like that. Seed all over your face. Wow. Oh, no. Wow. wow. <laughs> Landrew, <laughs> Landrew will come all over your face. Oh, my. Oh, wait. Space oh, my. Wait. Sorry. Whoa, before Space whoa, Seed. Whoa. Oh, yes. Yeah. What? So, at the very end, when they're wrapping shit up, Landrew is Return defeated. of the Archons. You know, they call it the Enterprise, because one thing we left out was, like, P.S., the Enterprise was getting sucked into the planet by Landrew, because, Oh, because because it's always a fucking deteriorating orbit. Every fucking week, they're stuck in a deteriorating orbit. But anyway, they call it to the Enterprise, because like, as the ship, Sky's like, oh, everything's fine. Also, Sulu's dandy. And they just cut to Sulu, who's making this amazing little shruggy, gritty face thing. (laughs) Look it up. Even if you don't want to watch the whole episode, listeners, just go to, like, the last... Five minutes to watch Sulu make that face and just feel pure happiness. On to Space Seed. Some some interesting bit to start with on Space Seed before we get to the fun parts. This storyline was originally conceived for a different show called Captain Video and his Video Rangers. What the actual fuck? It was another... Spacey kind of show. In this in this episode, the the superhumans would have had instead been humans from ancient Greece who have mythological powers, and they were changed for for the Star Trek episode to be Nordic characters. And Khan would have been a a Nordic 
character named Harold Erickson. Ooh, I oh, like Keith Erickson. Can you imagine the um, whatever actor they got to do that, the beard they would have given him for that? <laughs> that <laughs> would alone would have been worth. Like I love Ricardo Montalban, but like but Ricardo uh, like, Montalban, Mont- Mont- I can't say his fucking Montalban. name. Montalban. Know, something like that. Something like that. It's, it's a great name, and I'm just and I just don't have the mouth. That's to who say they it. could have gotten to play the Nordic character is Ricardo Autobahn. Get out. <laughs> um, with, with, with an amazing beard. Yes. Uh, I can only think of Brian Blessed, but he would have been too young. Mm. Would he have been? No, well, that's the thing. He wouldn't have actually been that's too true. young. It's just that they cast a 50 year old man to play a uh, a young superhuman. Mm. He was he it he is a superhuman in this episode. Ricardo Montalban. Yeah, no, we're saying he's, he's not, already superhuman. We're saying he's not oh, young. Yeah. I don't care if you're not young. You're no, a he, superhuman. He's saying that she's, ah, she's saying that Ricardo Montalban is in fact yes, a no, superhuman. Yes, no, I, I, I'm caught up now. Cool. So, um, so that's interesting though, because the original premise, the Captain Video God's <laughs> thing, Captain gets video and gets, the Video Rangers. <laughs> Fighting crime all over the galaxy oh, with their massive space cocks. Space cocks. <laughs> that just happened. Wow. It's mine. I'm a I didn't realize ride. it was a, it was a kids show from the eighties. But, but so space cocks. we don't let these two sit next to each other anymore because somehow their synergy is even more. Uh, uh, they no, touch okay. dicks. <laughs> oh no! What? Happened? Wonder Twin Powers what? activated. <laughs> By your boners combined. <laughs> wow, we've regretted that. So, this is why we don't do this show tired. Is, is Landrew here? Because I think we just devolved. <laughs> we just had festival. I don't know. So, what I was going to say, it sounds like they, they actually use that premise twice, though, because they do eventually come across a planet of sort of Greek diminished gods? Greek gods. Ooh. Yeah. That's, that I think, season two or three. Okay. But yeah, so that's that's interesting. I never knew that there was sort of a secret history to Space Seed. Yeah, it was well, written by uh, Carrie Wilbur and, and and then edited to death. So. Mm. And now you know the rest of the story. Man, my voice is cracking from this what laughter. What just happened? You're crying, James. <laughs> <he's> laughing. <laughs> so much. And it hurts. So, wow. Um, Poor Jake. So yeah, Space, space <laughs> Seed. It's been a rough night. No pizza. Uh, no pizza. No nothing. You got a milkshake. That's true. Um, Cut out the part where my voice cracks. I don't want that on the recording. Oh, no, that's that's on the recording. <laughs> that's going on. And so um, is this. So we got, uh, wow. we got, what do we got here? What do I, what do I have in my notes? Uh, you oh! Took, did you take notes for this episode? I did. Uh, so actually, very key thing from this, mm. I didn't realize, because I mean, I said last week, this is a, ends up being a super consequential episode. You know, the, 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 the effects of Space Seed and Wrath of Khan are just felt throughout the franchise. You know, there's they, they name-drop Khan at one point in Next Gen when Picard's rattling off famous dictators. There's a whole Enterprise arc that involves yeah. this nonsense. Uh, Star Trek Into Darkness. Happened. Ooh, yeah. But hey, it, I didn't say all the things that happened were good, but lots happened. But also... First mention, I think, of McCoy really not liking teleporters. Yeah. Mm, Which, yeah. considering how many times he's used them up to this point, it's like, now you mention? Hmm. Yeah, it was interesting. I noticed that at you know at the start of the episode, there was... Although, you know, this Star Trek, even episodes we've seen up to this point have had 
a fair amount of humor in it. Mm-hmm. It seemed like they were really trying to know, accentuate the camaraderie and the um, the relationship there between the, the the leads. I feel like it was probably later along, by the time they kind of realized mm. who was working well together. Because <laughs> I know, because I know, and I can't remember if I mentioned this on air or not, but or one of us did that. You know, so the original idea was that Kirk and Scotty would sort of be tight. Really? Mm. I didn't know that. Because the premise was sort of like they each felt like it was their ship. Uh-huh. Kirk because he was the commander, Scotty because he was the engineer. And that sort of went by the wayside partly because Scotty was never on the bridge and partly because Kirk and Shatner fucking... Kirk and Shatner? Shatner <laughs> and Dewan fucking hated each other. Mm. Um, like more so than everyone else hated Shatner. Well, I also I mean. think that, you know, probably they just saw naturally the chemistry between right. Kirk they and realized Scott pretty quickly was, was pretty good. Yeah, so that all sort of came together <clears throat> to form sort of the the, the trio. Mm. This was an awesome episode for McCoy, I'll say. I think, we, oh, I think yeah. we joked about McCoy the most. Yeah, well, also just the fact that, like, yeah, he doesn't. he's not crazy about teleporters and all this other stuff. But He, he uh, uses his ability to single out heartbeats, like, in a yeah. second. Mm. He's like, yeah. oh, there's 92 or however many heart... 88? 80 to 90. Yeah, he, he can tell the heartbeats on, on another ship. Yeah. And then when he's he got stares that, death in the face. And he yeah. just makes jokes. Yeah. Just like, you know, here's, here's how you kill me easily, motherfucker. You, you want to go for the carotid artery over here under the left ear. Yeah. I was just avoiding an argument. Yeah. <laughs> which, what, what an amazing, amazing way to just brush off the fact that you were just the most stone-cold badass... Of the episode. Mm. Yeah, but I think he's going to have to... Re- he's going to have to, like, put those instruments behind glass. Like, why does he have knives and shit because on his wall? everyone in Star Trek, and probably a lot of science fiction, but especially in Star Trek, everyone's a fucking antique collector. Everyone is Ariel the Little Fucking Mermaid. Yeah, like, Sulu collects all sorts of shit, but apparently guns, at least, in that one episode. Doc's got his instruments. In his apartment in, actually, Star Trek Two, or maybe mm. it's three, maybe it's both... Kirk even just has a wall of like fucking flintlock rifles yeah. and really old mm. single shot pistols. It's like they're all so obsessed with Earth's past. Yeah, like fucking MacGyver's and yeah. her wall of paintings. Oh of my god! Influential men from the past who she would let bone her. She has a dictator fetish. Yeah. We're lucky there wasn't a Hitler portrait visible. I'm not what? saying there wasn't one in the fucking room, though. That's in Spock's mm. room. Yikes. Damn it, I was going to make a Spock joke. <laughs> I beat you. you yeah, yeah. That was a thing I noticed. That <laughs> Spock. Spock. Now, we haven't, we still haven't gotten to Patterns of Force yet. <laughs> when, I, when is Patterns of Force? Is that this, this season? Or I think it's no, next season. Okay. I think it's season two, probably. I don't know. Either way. So, Kirk, Spock, during this episode, gets very perplexed when... Kirk and McCoy and Scotty are sort of joking about dictators and Spock's like, why do you admire these guys? And they're like, well, you know, you can, you can sort of, blah, 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 you can admire. You can respect You can respect something, you know, without, without liking them. I think Spock really took that to heart and he got really into Hitler. So that by the the time we get to Patterns of Force, he's like, well, you know, Jim, Hitler was such a great guy. I I would totally make out with him. Oh, we overdid it. (laughs) Damn it, Spock. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and that's, that's basically what he does. Yeah. Mm. So, that's the other thing. MacGyver's, right? Like, yeah. I remembered that she, she you know, ended up, of course, falling for and helping Khan. The but, second like, she sees well, Yeah, that's too. the thing I forgot. Is, like, she needs no real influencing. Like, she figures out he's Khan really quick, and she's mm. immediately just like, 
yeah, I, I'm pretty much definitely gonna just whatever he needs. But then he like does the does the uh, the pickup artist trick yeah, where yeah. he's like, "You are, you look so ugly with your hair. <laughs> Let me fix your hair." This is exactly what Riley told everybody earlier. Women should wear right. the, wear their hair down. loose around the shoulders. Ah, that's true. <gasps> Riley could have been Khan. Khan had. Some of that space madness. No, that actual, actual Indian, Indian guy, guy on the bridge. Could have been Khan. Check him out, people. He looks angry in every scene. Probably because he auditioned for Khan. And they're like, no, you play, like, the pilot in this episode because we don't want to pay Takei. We're going to pay uh, a Hispanic guy to play the Indian character. Mm-hmm. Well, we, don't know, we don't know that he was Indian, to be fair. He, yeah. he may he was, have been Indian. He was, he was, his complexion would suggest Middle Eastern or Indian. Or Mediterranean, maybe. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have to be, but for me, it's just it's in a, a good dark head, it's way. It's a good headcanon. Yeah, that, 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 was... that this poor actor was just like, he took the jogs and needed the fucking money, because fucking Hollywood in the 60s, but like, oh, he was seeding the whole time. I mean, yeah. they, they, they cast Montalban, you know, like, essentially without even knowing what the character was going to be, when I think he was still going to be Harold Erickson, the Nordic guy. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. That's like Sean Connery playing a Spaniard in uh, Highlander. True. Yeah, That's like this... Sean Connery playing any character other than Sean Connery. Low, low, low. Oh, you raise a good point. Yeah. yeah, no, and this was because they wanted you know, to have a very ethnically diverse cast of characters that come yeah. in and out. So they just said, Montalban's great. Let's use him as something. Shrug. Maybe we can teach him to do weird yoga. <laughs> <laughs> that was so weird. Like, Jake is doing weird yoga right now, guys. I don't. I think it's more like more like, like weird Tai Chi. Almost. Yeah, yeah, it was more Tai Chi. Yeah, um, it looked like fucking what is it? What is that called? Capoeira. Capybara? <laughs> yeah. No, not Capybara. Cap- Damn it, Capoeira. So, so here's a question that I had actually. We were talking about sort of stuff. Why the fuck mm-hmm. do they need following an, you an historian? The silence should answer your question, Chris. Well, if they run into a Sleeper ship from the late 1990s. Right. Um, but what are the chances? <laughs> well, okay, actually I'm gonna I'm gonna say we're not only we're not even one season into the show and we've already had this and we've had alternate Earth in Miri. Yeah. You know, there's there, there's been plenty of times when having a, a historian on board evidently would be useful. That's true. Well, and actually, in all seriousness, it would probably be like good for cultural exchange too. Like if they were oh fuck you're right because she <clears throat> she doesn't necessarily only know about mm. late twentieth century history like in theory yeah, that's, yeah. A, good, that's a good a one great deal one. about that, all that's, history that's actually completely logical yeah sorry yeah. there we go culture and, change and that, you, that, that answered yeah and and you learn from it like we learned something about the eugenics wars yeah including that you know Khan was a major fi- figure in the eugenics wars and yet somehow even when he says my name is Khan no one figures it fucking out well because he said it so weird he's like my name is Khan 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 well like what I liked was Khan? that what I liked about the eugenics wars drop is that you know they're talking about you know the eugenics wars your world's last world war to Kirk and he like looks completely dumbfounded <laughs> and yet later when they're like I wonder what their ship the SS Botany Bay I wonder where that could have come from and suddenly he's like I remember there was a penal colony in Australia called Botany Bay Here's the thing. no you didn't Here's you did thing. not fucking remember that Kirk didn't give a fuck about 20th century history 
but he loved European colonial history. So he knows everything about where the English sent mm. their criminals and Irishmen. Nope, I don't believe that either. Neither do I, but, hmm. you know. There I'm going to say this. I'm going to say he logged onto Wikipedia mm. that night. <laughs> was like, Botany Bay. Let's see. What could that... Oh, interesting. Oh, no, okay. no. What happened was he logged onto Wikipedia and had to close that fucking ad about how everyone gave three pieces of gold-plus ratinum... Gold-plus ratinum right now. <laughs> the fucking thing would be over. And then he read about Botany Bay. Isn't there a Curb Your Enthusiasm or Seinfeld episode? I think it's Seinfeld. Where they're talking about some either painter or poet or something. And they keep coming back, the lead of whichever show it is, and this random person. They keep just coming back at each other with like random facts about that person. Does that sound familiar to you? I don't remember this. Oh, fuck. I hope I'm not making it up. And I'm hoping it's not like from some totally random show. It's from like Friends. No, it's definitely not from Friends. I don't know from Friends. Captain Video and his Yeah, buddies. we remember because we played. We tried to play that Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> Any hoozle? Yeah, so that that's 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 the answer. Why did they need an historian? Yeah, so so about the eugenics wars. As I was as I was bumbling my way through the synopsis, it wasn't really like like genetic engineering. It was selective breeding, right? I think it got retconned at some point, but it does sound like in this episode it was mostly selective breeding. Yeah, yeah. I feel like <clears throat> somewhere in, in the canon, I was reading into the eugenics wars a little bit, and it was selective breeding that they started in, like, the 50s, they said. Which means they really only got to go through one generation. Yeah. Which means Khan's parents were probably also freaking great. Well, not only that, like, because if Khan was in his 30s, say, in the 90s... That would have mean that would have made him born, basically in, in the, the late '60s, yeah. probably. Yeah, they didn't think this through at yeah, all. Yeah, no. That, I mean, I think it's probably part of the reason they had to retcon it to genetic engineering, right? Well, I mean, it just doesn't make sense. So, as selective breeding. Not to go too far ahead of ourselves, but I believe what they retcon it as is that Data's Data is it Brent Spiner? He's yeah. Involved. Brent Spiner plays Data's creator's like grandfather. And he... This sounds complicated. Oh, it's so dumb. Con- well, the thing is, okay, con- he, he actually isn't even like the originator. He just steals some. For some reason, you know, when the war, eugenics wars ended, there were a bunch of genetically engineered embryos. And they were like, I mean, these babies didn't do anything. We're not going to let them be born, but we're going to keep them in tubes will. in a space station so Brent Spiner can steal them and make an army. Did he, like, sneak it out in, like, that shaving can thing? I hope so. That Dennis Nedry has in Jurassic Park? <laughs> that what? actor has a name and it's not Newman? Yeah, Dennis, <laughs> well, the, the character's name is Dennis Nedry. Which well, I always we don't assumed. even know what the actor's yeah, name what is. What is Newman's name? Uh, fuck. I know this sometimes. I can't remember to be honest. I just was like, man, Newman's such an asshole. <laughs> Dad, what, what's Newman's name? I forgot to tell you, my, my father listened to the first episode. Uh, called me up the other day in the middle of it because we, we kept talking about Red Foreman. <laughs> and uh, he I called like me up and he goes, going. Kurtwood Smith. Yeah. His name was Kurtwood <laughs> Smith. Not as grumpy, though. But um, I'm sure he'll call me up when he gets to this episode and let me know what Newman's name is. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. I think... We we know who Kurtwood Smith is, but it's we it's much, it's much it's better it's much better to imagine him as just Red Foreman. Yeah, yeah it's fun. Same with Newman. Like if uh, if you played such an iconic oh Wayne Knight Wayne Knight that's is right. his name. Yeah, never mind, Dad. We figured it out. He's already called you. <laughs> he probably has. My Spidey sense was tingling. <laughs> All right, so lots of lots of other questions on this one. So the Botany Bay. 
takes off in 90, what, 6? Yeah, when the eugenics yeah, was at 20 years ago. So this you remember is, those? Those yeah, were, those were rough brutal, from the ages of time. 0 to 12. Yeah, damn it, Star Trek, you got it right again. <laughs> Awful. Weird. Rationing. Hmm. So they take off, and in, in, in all of the, the super people and uh, uh, followers of Khan, and they get, like, how fucking far away from Earth? Somehow, far fucking way, really far away. Well, to how go, to Why? go back to last week, they used a lot of very clever gravity well slingshotting. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, and they, you know, they make reference to the the hull being pitted with you know debris strikes. Yep. I'm like, well, it's lucky nothing larger than tiny, you know, little yeah dust. pebbles ever hit them, or yeah. they ever you know got pulled into the something else's gravity. Black star. That yeah. one really just, just, that ship to the Botany Bay really was just like a submarine they threw into space. Yeah, it was pretty rinky-dink. Yeah, it's a great design in a way, like this feel. Although, I, you know, ship. it wasn't very claustrophobic on the inside. No, that's true. It was that's true. Yeah, they were able to do all kinds Although, of weird yoga in there. That could have been like the whole of the living area. That's you true. You know, like everything else could have been engine. This is true. Or something. Yeah, it was specifically a sleeper ship. You're not supposed yeah. to do anything on it. No, maybe they it did. went through a wormhole. There you ah, go. There, there you go. I'll take. I'll take that then. I'll take wormhole for two hundred, Alex. Mm. The treatment of MacGyver's was horrifying. Which treatment? All of it. <laughs> Just the way Kana. I know we already mentioned about like how he was like negging her and stuff about her appearance. Oh, but, and then like, where he like the way he's like crushes her. You hand. should stay, or fine, you should go. Now you have to ask me if you can stay, and like all this weird shit and her. Yeah, and then him like crushing her hand and being like, you're going to help me. And she's like, okay, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. And I, I made a note, too, uh, not with Khan and MacGyver's, but uh, Kirk, when he's giving her dressing down, like, in Doc's office. And Doc is still there. <laughs> and they even actually cut to him at one point, looking sort of uncomfortable, like, this is awkward. Why am I here for this? You could ask me to leave. You could have done this literally anywhere else. But okay, I'm here there was actually there was actually a cut scene of uh, MacGyver's and the the girl who played Martine a couple episodes ago talking about how MacGyver's is looking for a more forceful man and then she comes across Khan. So Martine did survive running headfirst into a tree. Then apparently it's good to know that. That, that or they gave not, her a new role. Yeah, I would not have have go and I going up to Martine and being like. Let me talk to you about men. And she'd be like, did I tell you about the time when my fiancé got killed? In the like, middle oh, of week our ago? wedding. <laughs> I liked your fiancé. A man of action. I want someone to slap me around and really treat me like dirt. I want to be humiliated. We got anything like that on this ship? Uhura gets slapped around a oh fucking lot. Oh my god, I know. Yeah. I'm just thinking the whole time, like, Uhura, you are like, he's standing, you're sitting, I don't care how genetically superhuman he is, his balls are right there, just hit him. He will go down like a sack of bricks. But that's what the, that was the engineering. Like, there's no other change in them. The yeah. only engineering is that they made the balls internal. They've got adamantium Whoa. ball sacks. So they don't have sacks at all. <laughs> they just have dicks. Just Oh, that sounds awkward. That would be really weird looking, wouldn't it? It's I know. Awkward. It's not great to begin with, but if no, there's no not. ball sack, it would be really strange. Internal... Oh. No, no, I just mean, like, if you'd like, because they don't have 
like oh, you chins. mean like a trunk? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I crazy. thought you meant like elephants. Yeah, you know, like have... elephant dicks. <laughs> now, I'm sure their balls are enormous. I can't Why? say I've ever seen them. Neither have I, I'm what guessing. What have we done? Sometimes we have intelligent conversation, guys. Sometimes we talk about dick Well, you know what? If we weren't punchy because those motherfuckers didn't deliver our pizza. Oh, those bastards! I had to, I'm sorry. No, you didn't. You yes, didn't I did. have to. <laughs> You never have to. Oh, um... Literally killing me. Oh, oh, Scotty had a dress uniform. He I was did. very excited. Yeah, you were. Although it didn't fun. fit him, so I think they may have just given him the Commodores from last week. I don't remember. My, my hat's off this in this episode to the costumer, though, for A, Khan's wonderful robe that he wore. Which oh, that shirt. The, the goldy one? Yeah. Mm, that was but, nice. But also for whoever, whatever sick puppy on the team came up with the fishnet pointy boob things for the for Khan's ladies. Oh, and that he wore when when he was yeah, he in got, stasis. All he, the other men were in these red jumpsuits. He's like, "No, no, I want the I want the fishnet thing that shows off like everything." So many pecs. Yeah, no, he's a beautiful man. Apparently they they cut some of the extra scenes on Botany Bay with the crew because the women were showing so much skin and they were making people Damn uncomfortable. It. No forceful men, no skimpy fishnet outfits. I don't this know. episode is a failure. It's <laughs> so much better. Yeah, no, it's funny because I'm so used to, uh, you know, I mean, my, I mean, I've seen Star Trek 2 I don't know how many times. I've seen this episode maybe five. It is easy to forget what young Ricardo Montalban looked like. It's mm. like, yeah, no, he was, he was pretty. I can sort of get why MacGyver's was like, yeah, fuck everything I stand for. Because I mostly <laughs> stand for getting, anyway. Anyway. She doesn't stand for, for Kirk going in the depre- decompression chamber, at least. Mm. Which we never see again, do we? Well, and we were saying that prop looked... Th- that it was piece? really nice. It was really elaborate and fancy, and either they spent a lot of money because they thought somehow they would have reason to use it again. I would want that in my bedroom. That'd be cool to sleep in. True. Or, as I suggested, I'm willing to bet they just like borrowed that from something else. It was lying around from some other science fiction-y thing. Or a medical show. It could have almost Maybe. been like a... An iron lung um, kind of situation. Or like a... What's that fucking one? They didn't have those yet, I think. Oh, fine. But what is six, it? Uh, like an MRI or CAT scan kind yeah, of Yeah, MRI machine. was what I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah. But it, like, they didn't the, have those in the 60s? What is this, the Dark Ages? I don't know. I don't Dialysis. Think um, I mean, think about, like, the CAT scan they have in The Exorcist and how <gasps> fucking primitive No, it is. I don't want to think about that. But, yeah, like, the, the door hinge mechanism, it was all so elaborate yeah. and nice. Yeah. It's like... It, it was a two... There were two sliding doors. Yeah, yeah the, with a the nice latch. window that matched up. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, like, very nice. It really feel like it was... It was either from something else or some poor bastard thought, we'll use this again. So they put way too much money in it. And that's why Walter Koenig's wig is so bad in the first Aww. bit of season two before his hair actually grows out. Poor Walter Koenig. <laughs> now, I was just surprised that she didn't, you know, she just basically turned the thing off. I figured she would have, like, made some elaborate thing out of paper clips and bubble gum to open that door. No. Jake, no, no. <laughs> I made the bad pun and Christmas uh, quoted it. There's no more bad puns. Oh, come on. Oh, but you know, we were talking about this. You know, his, his wonderful cons, wonderful gold suit. Where did he get that? Because he was brought over in his fishnets. <laughs> they put him in medical scrubs. He, and they later, put him in a, a deeply, deeply V-cut medical listen, scrub that goes the all qu- the way The down. quartermaster on board the Enterprise is just like, he's like a former Broadway costume designer, and he just loves when he gets the opportunity to play dress up. He's like, oh, I got my, my, my Sikh outfit. Here you go. 
seek. He's always been trying. He's always trying to convince Spock to wear it to special occasions or something. Yes. I mean, presumably they have. They must have lots of costumes because they just wore a whole bunch of costumes going down to Beta Three in Return of the Ark. Well, true. Saying, True. There must They've be, got all uh, the stuff. There must be a, like a quartermaster because they don't have replicators, and apparently. But then they just later they just stick them in a spare uniform. Yeah, that's yeah. odd. Well, they Which, gave him like a dressy yeah. shirt for the party. Yeah. Weren't you the one that said that they were putting him They in put a red shirt so it would be easier to kill. Yeah. Mm. Plus, and he did say he was a sort of engineer, and he was in an engineering uniform appropriately. It's true. Seriously, though, the, the brilliance of Kirk being like, yes, I have no reason to mistrust you, this weird circumstances. Please, by all means, have access to all of our technical manuals. Yeah. <laughs> it's not at all weird that you're avoiding my questions and then giving me very villainous looks while requesting access to our, like, most top-secret information. You'd think even if he was fully trustworthy, that information just shouldn't be available to civilians. Like, well, he's gonna live the rest of his life in our time. He should catch up. You don't need to understand how engineering works to... And let him catch up once you get him off your fucking ship, like... And let's get him started on, like, the basics. Let's not start him with... Advanced warp theory. Mm. Well, you know, I mean, this was a simpler time in Star Trek when doctors left their killing tools on the wall, <laughs> and you know, any just anyone could jack into the computer. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, I love this. Episode. The door, the doors could be opened by hand, even when they're locked from as the long outside. As, as long as you did your tai chi. Yeah, you first. do your tai chi, then you open the door, and then you can throw a man across a hallway. Oh, that stunt man. He, he he earned his pay. That he guy. totally fucking. That was a very good like, throw. Montalban throws the punch and he does like a fucking triple Lindy. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, that's probably the best stunt I think in this episode. No, that was because a lot of the stunts that we saw between the late the later fight between <laughs> the stunt Kirk doubles. and Khan. Yeah, the very obvious stunt doubles. I and mean, that was a bunch of they, show, like they some, showed their faces. So much. Yeah, I mean that was like a tumbling exhibition. Like, it was. That was a Ringling Brothers act. Yeah. Oh god. And Khan destroys a phaser by crushing it with his bare hands. See, what, what do you think the phaser was made of? Because I oh, swear no, it looked like clay. clay. Yeah. Definitely clay. Maybe yeah. that's what it was. He didn't actually crush it. He used his mind powers that we didn't know he had to turn the metal into clay. Doesn't well, he have superhuman hearing? Doesn't that come Probably. Up? He can hear like the guard on the outside of his door or something. Maybe. I might be making this up. Oh, but you really do think, though, I mean, I said it as a joke, but you really think that crushing... A phased energy weapon like that would just kind of cause it to explode. Well, I don't know if you noticed this, but the Type One phaser that's like embedded—is it the Type One's the little one? Yeah, yeah, the Type yeah. One. Yeah. So the Type One that's embedded in the top of the Type Two, when he bent it, the Type One didn't bend. Only the the Type Two outer shell. Okay. So I'm wondering if you know if all the energy is stored in the Type One. Yeah, so and maybe if any play around a Type One phaser. And if any, uh, yeah. and, the, and the hilt looked pretty intact. Not the hilt, yeah. Yeah, the, the, yeah, handle. the handle. And if you assume right. that's maybe where if there's any extra power that's in the Type 2, that's where it would be. Well, I had the toy as yeah. a kid, and that is where the batteries went. There you go. The, that, that cinches it. And I'm pretty sure that phasers do run on AA batteries, so. Yeah. Actually, it's, um. It's a D cell. They can yeah. make two different sounds depending on how you turn them on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, so then, of course, we get the, uh, the famous ending. You know the the non court martial, the non thing. The yeah. let's let's sprinkle space seeds on City Alpha Five, and it wants to end on this this tone of hope, got, possible the, redemption and renewal. The court bell and the tiny bat, the tiny baseball bat tiny to ring bat the bell. Day. And then fifteen years later, this hopefully 
hopeful ending is completely undone. See, they say in the episode, wouldn't it be interesting to go back in 100 years and see what they've made made for themselves? Yep. They went back too soon. Yeah. They should have waited the full 100. Yeah. Well, and, well, they didn't mean to. They were looking True. for Seti Alpha 6. Mm. Yeah. This you is Seti Alpha 6. I think it's Five. interesting, though, too. In a way, that does sort of get at a tension that will always exist in Star Trek. Between the wanting to be sort of hopeful and optimistic and, and whatever else. And being realistic. And being sort of, yeah, like, you know, it's like we go back and it's like, oh, this went horribly wrong almost immediately. And then, you know, you've got like, you know, people talk about sort of the vision of, of, of a hopeful future in Star Trek. But then, you know, certainly me and I know a lot of other folks love Deep Space Nine, which is about going to war. And and so it's it's interesting to see, you know... When you think about how the episode originally ends, it actually makes two kind of extra tragic. Mm. That they were hoping to be laying the groundwork for something great, and it just failed. Well, you know, the other thing, too, is that Khan himself is very, very much like, oh, yeah, we could totally do this. It'll be hard, but we'll make it work. Yeah, he's 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 into it. So what Quotes business does he have getting pissed off at Kirk? <laughs> well... Because Kirk never checked in to make sure City Alpha... But he never said he would. What made him think he should say? Guys, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves, though. That's true. We'll have that discussion at the time. Yeah. But yeah, Three it, years from now, when we actually watch that film. No, no, that, that should be, be uh, next late year. next year. Yeah. Yep. I can't wait. I love that movie. Yeah, but that was mean we're that much closer to five. I know, I was actually literally <laughs> just thinking that. Like, uh, literally. But yeah, no, it is fun. Because that's, that's another thing I tend to forget. Because again, I, I have not watched this episode as much as I've watched its resultant film. Is it does end on such a an optimistic note. And you just know where it ends up going. It's like, oh, that's a shame. His pecs are great in the future, though. His pecs are great at all times. Well, they yeah, are. I think, I think as a baby, he must have had great pecs. Yeah, no, he just <laughs> came just out like... Huge just, pecs. Six-pack. Punched the doctor when he tried to spank him. <laughs> and told him about rich Corinthian leather. Oh, dear. Um, <sighs> did you have any... Anyone else have any thoughts or notes? I'm going to check uh, mine. Don't think so. Oh, what? oh, one thing I noted, going back to our, our discussions of all the fight choreo and such, Khan kills or somehow other disables the, the transporter attendant by, like, oh. touching his head. Oh, or, like, yeah, touching, weird... touching his neck. He touched him like, like with, like, two fingers, and the guy, like, keeled over. I think he just broke his neck he's with his super points. strength. Yeah, yeah, pressure points. Yeah, it's all part yeah. of Tai Chi. It was weird. It was weird to me. It was weird. Because it Eastern. seemed very, like... Or, as McCoy would say... No, don't oriental. say it! <laughs> it wasn't McCoy, it was Scotty. Oh, was it Scotty? Yeah, Scotty, you, you bastard. You racist. You politically incorrect bastard. <laughs> was it you, Ames, that said, well, he doesn't know, he's from the future. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, he doesn't know, he's from Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, in the future, because Scotland ends up breaking away from the United Kingdom to stay physically? with the EU. Yeah, it floats away? Yeah, yeah, yeah they I mean, chisel it off. Yeah, the, the first minister there says, Right! We're leaving the United Kingdom! Everyone just start digging a thing! And, is, he the, is he the fucking Scotland or Munchkinland? What the what, fuck was that? that? like weird pepper potly Scottish <laughs> The first oh. minister of Scotland is a woman, so that's why it's a pepper pot voice, because I can't do an yeah, actual voice. but it sounds voice. like the fucking voice of, like, Leela's horrible boil in, <laughs> in Futurama. <laughs> you don't remember? I do. That's oh. I, you were looking at me like, what the fuck oh, are you talking about? Oh, that's a about? great reference. Oh, uh, but yeah, so they, 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 they dig a trench at the uh, at the border, and Scotland floats away and joins Norway. And and uh, because they're, they're with the EU, the language changes a little, and that ends up being okay. 
anyway. Wow. Norway actually has ancestral claim on parts of Scotland. No, I know. That's when, when Scotland was talking about potentially going independent a year and a half ago, there was legitimate talk that if they did, they might join up in some sort of trade and or political union with sort of the Nordic parts of Europe mm. because of that historic connection. Yeah. Fantastic. Did you learn that on Vikings, Jake? No, I learned that from uh, Crusader Kings too. Is that a video game? Yes. Nice. Actually, really, though, that, that would have been a whole extra layer if Khan had not been Khan, but had been Erickson. Him and Scotty could have commiserated. Could've Maybe touched... he would have seduced Scotty in that version. Could have touched dicks. Now, like, how many times did you say touch dicks in this episode, Caitlin? This episode? Mm, this no. one right now? So many. Not that many. <laughs> really? There's been, a, there's been a, enough. Thrice? There's been enough some talk. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh god oh one other little note it does still seem to be the 2100s yeah right, they haven't fixed their chronology yeah because it's it, they talk about it's the 1990s yeah so it's and it seems to me you know it's not because last time we were saying like oh maybe kirk was just kind of making a joke being sort of rough with the time but now it seems like at least some people in the writer's room or whatever was like yeah no it's it's the 2200s so at some point, that gets shifted. We just don't know exactly when. We've got a long way to go to have all this fancy space flight by the 2200s. Well, we were supposed to have warp drive yeah. by, I think, 2000? Well, and eugenic wars no, by the 90s. 20, it was like the no, no, originally. Oh, not. originally, originally. I like, I, I, they'll say when we get to the Zephyr well, I mean, we're supposed Well, we are supposed to have had World War Three already, so... Well, we did. You don't get remember? Cracking. The, yeah, was... the eugenics wars. I remember. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah. You can only, there was the rationing. You can only get one Sega game a year. Chipotle closed... Yeah. You only have so many Lisa Frank stickers. Yeah, no, no, no. Pizza places were accepting orders but not delivering them. No, no that's now. <laughs> oh. That's the present. Oh, that's the oh. hell we live in today. <laughs> Ordering a pizza from a store that's closed. This is 2016. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, Man, that is the worst Obama. thing to happen all year. Whew. <laughs> Just kidding, uh, President yeah. Obama, if you're listening. Oh, God. I didn't mean it. I mean, he does like Star Trek, so maybe. Does, does he? he? Yeah. I didn't he, know that. He's mentioned it. He's our biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I point out? No. This is a silly little thing, but here it is. Okay. The opening, right? They're like, there's a ship, we get some heartbeats, let's go to Red Alert, which seems a little weird. Well, Kirk is never not going to Red Alert ever fucking again after the court martial. <laughs> True. No. Yeah. He's that just is. like, oh shit, there's a fly on the windscreen. <laughs> Fucking red alert! Red alert, just in case I shoot the fly with yeah. a phaser, open a hole in the ship. Red alert in case I feel like killing, killing somebody. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the voiceover, it's easy to miss when they come back from the opening credits, is like, you know, so we've been sitting here for an hour at red alert, and yeah. apparently the alarm was going that whole time. And it's like, how has no one murdered Kirk? For not turning that off sooner? Sulu tried. That's why he's not there. He's back to sick bay with space madness. <laughs> Anything they, else, kiddos? Uh, I don't really have much else. I, th- I mean, I, th- I think... Oh, we had we had a uh, we had blue liquor at the state oh, dinner. That's right. That was Not nice. called anything specifically, so maybe Romulan ale. Yeah, I was going to ask you. But they how would they? Ale. I mean, they barely like they. The only interaction they've had with the Romulans has been the balance of terror incident. Well, they have, but that doesn't mean traders haven't been getting Romulan That's ale. That's true. They for could be the... getting it through the Ferengi. Alternately, it could be Andorian ale, which is also blue, or it Aww. could just be blue Kool Aid. Is it made from like Khan Ravens? was like? <laughs> I would like something that I drank as a king <laughs> in the nineties. It's 
Mountain Dew Blue Rush. <laughs> we, we couldn't get we you an Ecto Cooler. That's what I really like. Dude, do they still make Baja Blast? It's like that, that scene in the second uh, Hitchhiker's Guide episode where they're trying to trying to get tea just right. They're working their asses off to get whatever you just said. What was the name? Baja Blast. Yeah, trying to get Baja Blast just right. Yeah, and shut down the ship's computer for hours. Seriously. <laughs> that would actually be great, though. Sort of like a just... just Redo the episode, but have Khan make a lot of actual 90s references. Yes. Really, if he had his way, it would have been Ecto Cooler. That's true. Big fan of that. That would have been green. Or or Crystal Pepsi. Oh, God, he's using, you know, it's like, ah, yes, Earth was radical in my time. No one is radical anymore. Do they still still refer to the Earth as Spice World? Wow, that's amazing. Well, this has been a slightly punchy episode 12 of A Star to Steer Her By. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, As always, do please look for our Facebook page. We'll have links to our SoundCloud, iTunes, Twitter, all that sort of stuff. Next week, we will be looking at A Taste of Armageddon and This Side of Paradise. For A Star to Steer Her By, this has been Chris, Jake, Caitlin, and Ames. Thank you for listening. Be sure to tip your yeoman. And tip your pizza delivery person if they show up! I like the chart of Chris's laughter on the computer. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful, actually. It's like a... It's very it's... regular. You can set your watch to that laugh. You could. You could. Me and, me and George McFly. <laughs>